Welcome back to the Becoming the One podcast. I'm your host, Christina Abood. I'm a licensed clinical therapist and dating and relationship coach obsessed with helping you to unleash your inner magic, up-level your dating life and relationship, and create that epic, juicy love that you've been waiting for. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for pressing play. So let's get into it. Welcome back to Becoming the One. So today we're going to talk about my favorite topic, emotional availability. I don't know why it's taking me so long to make this episode because I love talking about this and I'm so excited to share it all with you guys today. And I used to have no idea what emotional availability even meant or even that it was a thing. And when I learned about it, it actually changed my life. And I know this sounds like super dramatic, but it's true because it really helped me to understand what was happening within all of my relationships. And once I understood it, I realized that I was being emotionally unavailable because what we attract is what we are. Everyone is a mirror to us. And it was safe for me to keep attracting that type of person. I wasn't fully secure and able to share my emotions in the way that I wanted to even, and that would allow me to get deeper with people. And I feel like it was safe to keep choosing men who wouldn't fully let me in. So today we're gonna get super clear on what emotional availability means so that you can assess whether you are emotionally available and if a potential partner is emotionally available. Being emotionally available means being available to connect emotionally with another human on a deeper level and ability to hold space for emotions, both yours and theirs. Being emotionally unavailable is actually a defense mechanism, and it really does close you off to having a deeper connection and to getting to that juicy, deep kind of love and emotional intimacy that we all want, and it blocks you from love and connection. You're not able to get deeper with people, and that's the kind of love that we all really want, honestly, right? Like We all want to have that amazing love, that deep love, and honestly, for a lot of people like myself, I didn't even know that I wasn't available for it. I thought just because I wanted a relationship that I was emotionally available, but that's not the truth. I wasn't. And I see that a lot with clients as well, where they really want this deep relationship, but they keep attracting the same person over and over who's unavailable. And so it really means that we need to start looking at ourselves when we see it as a pattern. It's funny because I was unavailable for a long time. And I thought just because I read a couple books, like I read the book in college, I think it was men, I might butcher the name, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. That sounds right. That book, which was good, you know, the time when I read it and I also read the book Attached and, you know, I thought I knew everything and I thought that I could just change these patterns because I thought that just reading the book would make the difference, but it didn't. It really does take action and doing the deeper work within ourselves to practice being available and to start connecting with people in a different way. Because if you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done, you know? So the first sign of emotional availability is that you're able to express and feel your emotions open and freely. So if you're experiencing hurt, are you able to acknowledge that, feel it, and process it in a healthy way? An emotionally available person allows space for their emotions. You take responsibility for your thoughts and emotions. You're able to hold space for others. An emotionally available person They embrace that big, deep stuff and they're okay with it. They are comfortable with it and they're able to have meaningful conversations about their emotions and the root causes of those emotions and share it with the other person. They're able to comfort others when someone's going through something really emotionally difficult. 
or experiencing unpleasant emotions, and they're willing to discuss their feelings open and honestly. They're able to have messy, hard conversations. And I chuckle this concept of messy, hard conversations all the time because there's no such thing as being perfect. There's no such thing as perfection. We're not just going to listen to a podcast or even learn how to have a, a conversation and then be perfect all the time. Again, that's just not how it works. It really is just being okay with the conversation, not going exactly the way that we want it to. And also knowing that it might be uncomfortable and uncertain and we might not know what to say, but we're going to have it anyway. And an unavailable person, they keep all of their emotions to themselves and they just brush it off, right? They might even deny them or just push past them in order to get over them. And you might even be annoyed by your emotions, right? I know that I felt that before. And you might find them an inconvenience and you tell yourself you shouldn't feel a certain emotion. Again, something I would tell myself all the time. And maybe even you turn to numbing or burying your feelings and instead of just facing them and other people's feelings make you feel uncomfortable. And in reality, it's because when someone's emotionally unavailable, it's hard to understand their own emotions, which makes it really difficult to be able to be with someone else's. And someone who's emotionally unavailable is not self-aware, right? They're not doing any kind of deep work to understand or even reflect on what's happening within them. And that makes them unavailable for the intimacy, which then in turn affects their partners and really themselves. So ask yourself, do you feel like you acknowledge your feelings? Do you feel like you have ways to process your emotions, not just cope with them? And coping is doing something to take your mind off of what you're feeling while processing is a whole nother thing. And that's where you actually take the time to reflect and feel that emotion and go a little deeper with yourself to figure out what's going on. Or do you just completely shut down? Do you tell yourself that's stupid? I shouldn't feel that way. Or I'm overreacting. And this is something I really struggled with. Like I said, I definitely was the type of person who was annoyed by my emotions. And I felt like they were an inconvenience to me. Honestly, I would tell myself I shouldn't feel that way or that I was stupid for feeling a certain way about something. And I would just get annoyed. I would just want them to go away. <laughs> I would just constantly bury them. And that's what made me really unavailable. And while I was okay with other people's emotions, I wasn't okay with my own. And I would constantly bury stuff because I didn't want to deal with it. I would literally tell myself, I don't have time to deal with this. <laughs> and, and I would be just so frustrated by them when I felt something unpleasant because it just felt really inconvenient. And I started to change my relationship with emotions when I started to learn that emotions are just neutral. There's no good or bad emotions and that they're really just information and something that I'm experiencing. And that they're not a problem that I'm having. They're just here to tell me something. They're just here to help me figure out what's going on and to tell me what's happening in my life. And I started to ask myself, what am I feeling? And then I would dig deeper and ask myself, what's beneath that, right? Maybe I'm feeling sadness or hurt or fear. I would try to really get to the core of what was happening for me. And then I would allow myself to feel it. And then I would express it with whoever I needed to, you know, if necessary. And even if it was really hard. People who are unavailable keep their emotions to themselves and they might even deny them or, you know, deny that they even have emotions in the first place where someone who's available is going to acknowledge them, feel them and process them. And another piece of this too is someone who's available takes responsibility for their thoughts and emotions and that they understand that their emotions and feelings are their responsibility. No one else is and that they're responsible for them and no one else can make you feel any way. So they take full responsibility and then on the flip side, when you don't take responsibility, that's when you're experiencing emotional immaturity, which means that you're putting your feelings on someone else. 
you blame your partner or others about how you feel and you're not aware of your emotions, right? You're not going deeper. You're not seeing that you are in charge of how you feel and someone who's available is going to own that. They're going to take full responsibility. So the next sign of emotional availability is that you're able to be vulnerable. And someone who's emotionally available, they can lean in, they can share things that are difficult, even if it's scary and uncomfortable. Again, going back to those messy conversations and knowing that that is okay. Vulnerability takes emotional risk. And when you are being vulnerable, you are deeply sharing who you are at your core. You are allowing your partner to know you without any filter. And this does open you up to the possibility of being judged or rejected. And it requires you to share how you think, what you feel, your emotions, what you need, and what you have experienced. And this is done with complete authenticity. And to be truly vulnerable means being your authentic self. And the ability to be vulnerable does require you to believe that you are worthy of that deep connection. And someone who's available does this and believes this. Unavailability looks like you are shielding yourselves from all forms of vulnerability and that you only give a certain depth in your relationships, which means that you're not being vulnerable. You can only have this certain level of depth within your relationship if you have a wall up, right? You're both going to hit it whenever you're having conversations and in the relationship. And many people do have walls up within themselves and don't even want to face themselves. And so if you're not being vulnerable with yourself, you can't be vulnerable with another person. Being vulnerable with yourself really does mean facing the parts of you that you don't like, your past, being truly honest with yourself about your feelings, your emotions, your thoughts, having a good relationship with emotions and telling the truth to yourself. And if you can't be vulnerable with yourself, it's gonna be really, really hard to be vulnerable with another person. And you also can't receive another person's vulnerability. It's gonna make you really uncomfortable. And again, you're probably gonna hit that wall together and it's not gonna feel very comfortable. And it's not gonna allow for that depth in the relationship. And so ask yourself, when it comes to emotions and unpleasant emotions, do you get uncomfortable? How does it feel in your body? Do you minimize it? That's super, super common with people to minimize their emotions. You know, do you make a joke? Do you say that it's really not that bad? And these are all things I've said to myself, honestly, but really take the time to think about that. Are you minimizing your own emotions? And do you say that it's really not that bad or you should just get over it? And an emotionally available person can receive vulnerability. They can hold that space for someone else. And it's really give and take. So if you're vulnerable, then I'm going to be vulnerable. And it's just going back and forth and being able to share. And that's how deep connection and intimacy is formed. So the next sign of emotional availability is actions are aligned with words. And an emotional availability person is consistent and reliable. They say what they mean, and then they do it. They call when they say they're going to call. They show up when they say that they're going to. And they're consistent with all of their actions. And when they say something to you, you know that they mean it. You're never going to left wondering, guessing, or worrying about them. They show up for you over and over again and that they are worthy of your trust because they have earned it, really. I mean, they're showing you that they are consistent with that. And this goes for yourself and your partner. Thinking about yourself, do your actions align with your words in your own life? So if you say you're going to journal every day, do you do it? Do you follow through with what you say and the commitments you make to yourself? Are you living in integrity? If you believe something about yourself or want to believe something about yourself, do your actions support that? So if you want to be confident, does your self-talk align with that or are you beating yourself up all day? It's really important to make sure that your own words align with your actions and that your actions align with your words. 
The next sign of emotional availability is they are able to say no and set healthy boundaries. So many of my clients really, really struggle to set boundaries and say no. And I too, in the past, have really, really struggled with boundaries. And it's because they're afraid of the repercussions of what it means to say no. They're worried about feeling guilty or causing drama or just making a bigger deal about something. And they start questioning themselves. And it's this whole cycle leading to rationalizing our behaviors of why we don't want to set the boundary. And it's a whole thing. And I've totally been there because we falsely think that it's easier to not set the boundary, but really it's leading us to a lot of frustration and a lot of other problems down the road if we don't set those boundaries. And setting boundaries can feel really scary, but if you can't say no because of these fears and worries about being abandoned or rejected, then that's how codependency is formed. So boundaries are super, super important. And that's okay because if you're having a hard time setting boundaries, you've probably been really hurt in the past. You've probably felt that rejection or the guilt because someone guilt tripped you, right? And so you've built walls and ways to protect yourself, like just saying yes to things and just going with the flow and sacrificing yourself so that you can feel guarded, so that you can protect yourself. But being emotionally available does mean being able to set those boundaries and sticking to them. It's truly best for both people in a relationship when there are healthy boundaries. And it's really a form of self-love and respect. It is needed in a relationship to build the foundation. And it's something I take my one-on-one clients through very, very often. Almost every client that I've worked with, this is something that we talk about because boundaries are something that we need to be setting in all areas of our life. And it is so, so important in building a healthy foundation to a relationship. Unavailability really looks like being scared to say no and set your own boundaries because you're afraid of those repercussions. Because saying no means that you might feel rejected, guilty, abandoned, right? It feels really scary, but avoiding that conflict does really end up creating more conflict within your relationship over time. So you listen to this and you're like, holy crap, I'm actually not available, but it's okay. It can absolutely change. You can absolutely be available. It doesn't mean that you can't have a relationship. It just means that if you want that deeper level of connection with another human, or maybe you are seeing the pattern of attracting emotionally unavailable people, you can just start taking the steps to have that deeper connection and start attracting a different type of person because you are showing up differently. And the best thing to do is to start practicing self-compassion. And this is a huge sign of emotional availability is practicing self-compassion. People who are emotionally available, they know they're not always going to get it right, that they're going to mess up sometimes. And this is something I've personally had to practice over and over. And I still practice on a daily basis because again, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. And so just continuing to practice that every single day will help so, so much because some of us spend so much time talking down to ourselves and beating ourselves up. And so when you can just express that kindness and patience and compassion to yourself, it's going to totally change the game. And practicing self-compassion is knowing when you do mess up because you will, I will just own it and forgive yourself for it. We all make mistakes, right? Not be, Don't beat yourself up about it right? We're not going to hold ourselves to this perfectionist standard because being a perfectionist, it's not going to help anything. There's no such thing as perfect. And when you do that, when you do put yourself on this pedestal, this unattainable pedestal, and the same with your partner, it's going to lead to continuous disappointment. And also practice discussing your emotions and building a better relationship with them. Just start with checking in with yourself frequently. How do you feel? No matter the emotion, pleasant or unpleasant, it's just good to check in with yourself and see how you're feeling on a day-to-day basis throughout the day. And ask yourself why you feel that way and go deeper. 
And if you're feeling it's hard to be vulnerable, ask yourself why it's hard to open up. Do you feel like you fear being hurt, rejected, controlled, or abandoned? Is there something in your past that's making you afraid to trust someone that needs to be healed? Go a little deeper with this. Try to figure out what's going on. And honestly, all of this is a skill. It's something that's learned. There's no such thing as perfection. It's okay to have those messy conversations. Be open to growing and sitting with those tough emotions and feelings and sitting in those hard conversations. And even I'm still learning. Again, it's a skill and I'm still getting it. It's something that I have to practice often, especially the self-compassion, right? And life throws all kinds of things at us. And the more we can develop the skill of being compassionate, sharing our emotions, being vulnerable, the deeper connections that we can have. And being emotionally available does allow us to have those deeper connections and intimacy and have the love that we all desire. So that wraps up today's episode. I'd love to hear from you and what you thought of today's episode. You can DM me on Instagram over at Becoming Christina Marie. Thank you so much for listening as usual. If you haven't already left a review, please make sure to do so. And I hope you have an amazing day.